Welcome to our Arnie's birthday Zoom with uh, Rob Henry, former Boilermaker quarterback. Well, you played a lot of positions, but you were you you were you were a very good quarterback from 2009 to 2013. Age 33 today. That's uh, making me feel like that can't be 10 years since you uh, or nine years since you left Purdue. But Rob, happy birthday to you! Welcome to the Arnie's birthday Zoom, and and uh, great to have you on. Awesome. Thanks, Mr. Carpig. Really appreciate it. And, um, you know, appreciate Arnie's as well, right, for, for sponsoring this. I uh, have fond memories of places like Arnie's and uh, obviously Bruno's and Triple X, places like that. Or, um, you know, I really, really have a lot of fond memories there. Oh, that's good. That's a free plug. Brad, Brad Cohen will be happy at Arnie's, uh, Arnie's juniors. It's, it's all good. Is it, I don't know when the, when was the last time you were, have been back in West Lafayette? I was going to say, has it been since you've, since you've graduated? Um, yes, there was a, uh, there was a time. So my, my sister was living there, um, yeah. for, uh, for a short time. And, um, I think it was a, a couple of years after I graduated. Yeah. Uh, we went there and uh, and visited her, um, but uh, but since then, I, every year I, I want to try and get back to a game, and um, my my schedule just hasn't allowed it. But uh, I'm going to try to make it a priority this year to get back uh, this fall. All right. When you, uh, I always ask this question about birthday traditions growing up, and I I know right. you were from Ocala, Florida, but I don't know if you spent your entire childhood there. But tell me about what went on in the in the Henry family, or what goes on now. Uh, uh, how do you celebrate that birthday? Yeah. So when I was growing up, I actually grew up in Tennessee. Uh, yeah, that's a- my family is from originally, and uh, and so I, I moved to Ocala to to attend the private school. Um, yeah. for uh, mostly for athletic purposes um, for the most part and uh, had, had a great experience there uh, but growing up uh, in Tennessee um, you know usually uh, you know, the, the, the town that I grew up in we don't have a in my hometown there's no red light or anything yeah. um, so uh, it's a it's a very very small town and um, so typically um, my mom or my grandmother um, or uh, you know somebody my mom had a friend um, that made cakes and so they would they would make cake and then we would just have like a family dinner um, and um, you know since then uh, yeah I try to approach every day um, and try to be cons- the same right try to try yeah. to have consistency whether it's birthdays or holidays or so I, I don't really make too much of a, of a big deal out of it however uh, my wife is from South America from Colombia um, and the culture is a little bit different with them and so um, every year she says, Hey, look, I'm, I'm not cooking. We're, we're going to go somewhere and, and do something. So, um, you know, today we'll probably just go to a restaurant and, um, and have a, have a, have a meal and, um, and that'll be pretty much it. I was going to say the Rob Henry I knew in your time here was is about as consistent, a, a consistent guy, a leadership guy, uh, Talk about that experience at Purdue. And first, I I I I'm I, I totally spaced the fact I knew you were from Tennessee before you went to Ocala. But how did you first get who who first knocked on your door when you were recruited to Purdue? I I, I want to think it was either Danny Hope or Brock Spack, but I can't remember what the story was. That's correct. So it was uh, it was both of them, uh, yeah. Coach Hope and, and Coach Spack. So obviously, Coach Hope was the uh, Coach, uh, head coach, coaching waiting, yeah, coaching waiting, and uh, coaching offensive line, and um, and so he and Coach Back both recruited me, um, and uh, and I remember him going to a camp, and uh, and then shortly 
shortly after, before or after I committed, um, uh, he brought on Gary Nord, who I knew, who was at FAU, and I'd go on yeah. camps there and stuff. Um, and so it was, um, it was, it was a really good fit. Obviously coach Hope had ties to Florida and recruited Florida very heavily. And then, uh, bringing on, um, coach Nord, um, was a comfort level for myself and my family who had met him at FAU. So, um, you know, all those things sort of, sort of tied in together. I think I remember Brock talking about this guy, Rob Henry, man, he is measurable. He can do unbelievable. He's the most athletic guy i've ever seen so he, they were they were tooting your horn and you and you proved to be just that uh, in playing uh multiple positions some of them uh obviously because due to injury and, th- and and those types of things but you could prove that you could play a lot of things when you when you had that experience and, and you had to redshirt a year came in in 2010 right. um getting a chance to play talk about that experience uh, of uh, your early years mm-hmm. um didn't win as many games maybe as you would like, but you had your moments uh, certainly right. uh, at your time in West Lafayette. Right, right, right. No, absolutely. Um, you know, I remember the first game that I got to play. Well, let's go back to two thousand nine. Um, yeah. Getting to uh, to travel to every game and uh, watch Joey Elliott. We had a fantastic season there in two thousand nine yeah. from a quarterback standpoint. Um, you know, that was that was a really really good experience. Uh, and then um, entering two thousand ten. Uh, I guess our, our first game was at Notre Dame, if I remember right. correctly. And uh, and so getting to getting to get my first action uh, as a redshirt freshman in 2010 at Notre Dame Stadium was uh, was pretty awesome. Um, but you know, I, I was fortunate in uh, moving to Florida. Obviously, Florida is a, is a pretty uh, pretty good football state. Um, to where I I played against you know some good competition in high school, and uh, and so there there really wasn't a whole lot of uh, a fear of, of stepping on the field with, with just about anyone. Um, and so, um, so that was, uh, that was beneficial, I would say. Um, but just the, the overall experience, you know, the, that first year getting to play um, was, uh, you know, I, I think that the thing that really stands out in my mind is the time management. Um, yeah. So in, in 2010, yeah. uh, I was, uh, I was taking a course load to, for civil engineering. Um, and so, you know, taking calculus and physics and chemistry and all that stuff, as well as, you know, when Robert Marv got hurt, um, having to step in, um, in a starting role at quarterback. So that was, uh, that was tough. Um, but, uh, but it was, it was a really good, um, really good experience as far as, um, you know, obviously the, the, the time management thing stands out and then also, uh, trying to take care of your body week to week, just yeah. you know, playing a Big Ten schedule and getting banged up. And you know, I wasn't the biggest guy on the field um, ever, uh, and and obviously I, I ran the ball a good bit playing quarterback in other positions. And so, um, trying to uh, trying to recover. And um, obviously, Doug uh, Borisma is um, still still at Purdue, and he and his staff did a great job week to week, just trying to help us to to get to a point to where we could uh, play week to week. So. Those are sort of the, the things that, that stand out to me. You know, you had that first that first game. That's right. I forgot. At Notre Dame, you came in and ran the ball, I think, two or three times. I mean, uh, and that was kind of your role at that point in time. But right. did you did you have that moment, though? You said, you know, you, you obviously played against good competition, like you said, in high school and et cetera. But uh, being in Notre Dame Stadium is your first college game still is a pretty unique experience. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It was um... – you know, anytime you go into a to a large venue like that that you grew up watching on TV, especially coming from a small town like I did, yeah. right? You kind of 
you kind of view that in a different light um, because it's, it's such a big stage and it's, it's the only thing you see on TV. And coming from a small town like me, there's only you know, a few, a handful of people that have ever uh, been able to uh, to step on a stage like that. And so um, it was uh, it was it was certainly humbling, um, but at the same time, it was um, I kind of had the mindset of hey, this is this is what I worked my whole life for, pretty much, you know. Yeah. And so uh, let's go uh, let's go seize the moment. Uh, you, I, you had the ch- a tough experience, obviously, with a coaching change between your junior and senior year, and a new coaching right. staff goes on. You know, you talk about being consistent in life and taking what comes your way. What 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 was your right. takeaway from that experience? I mean, it, it, yeah. it certainly was a time of change, and a whole new staff comes in for your senior year. But uh, yeah. tell me what you what you what you internalize today from that uh, that uh, time. Yeah, um, you know, I think. Uh, and obviously, with the with the staff that came in my senior year, obviously we were we were all trying to win, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it just didn't didn't really work out uh, the way that all of us wanted to. Um, so, uh, you know, just look you look back on it and say, hey, you know, I don't really have any regrets. Um, we worked extremely hard trying to implement a new offense, a new system, and you know, all the new staff and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know, it was it was just a uh, a, a new style and a new system that you know was a little bit different than what everyone that was in that locker room had been recruited to and was used to with Coach Hope. And so um, it just um, it, it took it was going to take some time and, yeah. um, to to kind of get things um, get things switched over. Um, and so you know that that first year was which was my last year was a little bit a little bit difficult, um, but. At the same time, you, you you just learn to you know no matter you know no matter what life throws at you, whether it's you know good or bad, you just try to continue to work. That's really all that you can do, right? Um, is um, continue to put one foot in front of the other and um, give your best effort every day. Yeah. Do you have a favorite saying that a coach told you, whether it be Coach Gary Nord or Danny Hope or something that you either have in your mindset every day or a funny thing that? To, uh, the coaches have coachisms all all across the board. Anybody, that, anything that you you remember that you you say, boy, that's what Danny Hope said to me, and this is what uh, what I what I at least is in my yeah. wheelhouse daily. Yeah, um, that's man, that's a really really good question. Um, hmm. Off the top of my head, I really can't think of anything, uh, Mr. Carpick. Um, you know, there was obviously a lot of things that I learned. Um, from uh from, from coach Hope, coach nord and, and even coach shoop um yeah so um you know coach shoop was a uh, was a, a historian I mean, he was really, yeah. really big into history and so um there was always a lot of things in the quarterback room that he would bring up that i'd never heard of before and so that was <laughs> that was fun and then um you know coach nord was uh was a a, a comedian um yeah own right and uh he was always a joy to be around uh, and then Coach Hope was was the same. Coach Hope was, um, you know, probably the thing that I learned the most um, from Coach Hope was um, his ability to be real with people, and yeah. uh, he was authentic, right? Yeah. Um, he did not uh, he did not change who he was uh, based on who he was talking to or um, or what the circumstance was. He he was always going to um, to speak his mind and um, and and not change not. Um, not be anyone different than who Danny Hope is, right? And so, yeah. um, and so that's something that I that I admired and, and take away in my whole life. 
Yeah, I don't think there's anybody more authentic than Danny Hope uh, in our in our dealings with him as well. Absolutely. All right, tell us a little bit about what you're doing uh, in in the Sarasota area, real right. estate and 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 et cetera, and and yep. anything you care to share about your family life as well. Okay, all right, awesome. So, um, uh, I got my I got a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm involved in in real estate. Um, so our our company. Uh, over the past, um, let's see, five years has grown from uh, from a group of four to about 50 um, different um, brokerage advisors from uh, in commercial real estate. And uh, the majority of what we do is, uh, is land focused. Um, and so land um, from an agricultural standpoint and then uh, transitioning agricultural land to, um, to development with all the people that are moving to Florida, obviously. So, yeah. um, so we, we do... St- some brokerage and work with, uh, with some of your um, national home builders and uh, multifamily developers. And then uh, also um, doing some, uh, some, some land acquisition and um, some developing myself. Uh, and then uh, in addition to that, um, I, I mentioned earlier, my wife is from Columbia and South America. And so we started a, uh, an outsourcing firm um, and uh, it's called South Desk. So it's uh, staffing and business process outsourcing. We have offices in San Jose, Costa Rica, and Medellin, Colombia, and um, uh, sort of in a uh, in a trajectory to to be able to bring or to be able to hire about ten thousand people uh, by the end of this decade, and uh, and so uh, that's something that is, um, is is a passion of my wife and I, and, um, and you know obviously it's with the demographics here in the United States shifting um, towards you know it's nineteen percent Hispanic now, and then by the yeah. end of this decade it'll probably be. Uh, closer to 25 percent um, the need for a bilingual workforce is is, um, uh, is, is natural right and yeah. uh, obviously we've had our, our economy has had some um, some issues with uh, with employment and, um, and so that was an opportunity that we took a, a few years ago and um, it's, it's working out well for us all right good I, I, I know you have to be able to multitask you did as a player Yes. Uh, you do as a as a as a uh, in in family and work life, and uh, we wish you well. And we also hope you get up here. I think you'll like Ryan Walters and Purdue's new head football coach. Uh, and you won't believe if you haven't been in the Kozich uh, uh, Center just how you know you talked about that time management thing. I think a lot of that's in college. A lot of that stuff's being worked out. Those guys got a good situation in terms of what a great uh, facility they have there. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's good. And there'll be, there'll be some good football ahead, I think for Purdue uh, and uh, hope we can get up here soon. So Rob, happy birthday, have a great day and uh, best of you and yours. And we appreciate your time so much this morning. I know you're a, you're a hardworking guy and you got a busy day ahead of you, but uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. I I appreciate it, Mr. Carpick. And uh, I'll say one thing I I, I agree with you. I think coach Walters is, um, you know, obviously I've seen um, Drew, Excuse me. Drew Brees is, has been involved some and been on campus, and uh, the facilities there look look amazing. And he's done a good job assembling a good staff. Um, you know, I look look at it from an offensive standpoint. Graham Harrell and Seth Dagey are uh, certainly names that I remember and, and and deserve respect in the football world. So I'm excited to see what uh, what he does, and, and yeah, hopefully um, be able to get it for a game this fall. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great Thank one. Thank you. All right. You too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.